Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Thanks for choosing to listen to this episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast where we encourage you to sing Rock Island from The Music Man as your train departs for a Grand Circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Cash for the... Is that a dinosaur? I hope you're enjoying these episodes and taking some of that Disney magic you feel while listening to E-Ticket into the world you're living in. It's never too late to join on Patreon to show your support at a financial level. Not only are you helping me create more episodes, you're helping grow Gilana's Fund, working to make the world more inclusive and accepting. Many thanks to our newest supporters on Patreon, E-Ticket members Natalie A. from New York and Justin C. from Hawaii, D-Ticket member Kim E. from Florida, C-Ticket member Hannah W. from Mississippi, and B-Ticket member Sarah H. from New Jersey. From video hangouts to exclusive backstage info, there are a lot of incentives. And at the E-Ticket level, you get your very own on-air interview, like Angela K. from California. Angela, thank you for your support for E-Ticket to Broadway. Are you ready to talk with me about how much you love Disneyland? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Disneyland brings us all together, I think. I think we all love it so much. And here we are talking about it on the podcast. So talking about Disneyland, I want you shared with me in fifth grade, you were asked to draw something in school. And what did you draw? We were given an assignment of uh, draw a picture of your favorite place. And I distinctly remember drawing Sleeping Beauty Castle. Right. I mean, people were probably drawing like their grandparents' home or like the cookie store. I guess we call that a bakery. And there you are drawing Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Were you like, were you an artist in fifth grade or did it look like something that I would have drawn? Um, I, it was, I mean, I definitely got better as I got older. I, I used to, I used to want to be an animator. I used to like sketch the characters in my notebooks and stuff. But I, um, I think it was a pretty simple castle when I was in fifth grade. Somewhere there's a photograph that was taken of me drawing this castle and I don't know what happened to it. It was in my mom's room. We got to find it. Did anyone say like, oh, Disney World? And you were like, no, this is Disneyland. <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember, but that was in Burbank. So probably people made the connection. <laughs> they probably did. So you're from California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And somehow you became a cast member at Disney World. Yes. How does that happen? Well, um, I, I was born in Burbank, California, and we lived there until I was 10. And when I was 10 years old, we moved to um, Germantown, Tennessee, which is right outside of Memphis. So when I went to college, I ended up doing the Walt Disney World College program. And then, um, and then I moved to Orlando after I graduated because I was already closer to that side. <laughs> were there things at Disney World that you were like, oh, it's a little better here than Disneyland? Most things that are on both coasts, I like better at Disneyland. I remember I, we went to Disney World once when I was a kid. We did a trip to Florida, and we spent one day at Epcot and one day at MGM. And my parents were like, oh, we don't need to go to Magic Kingdom. You've been to Disneyland. So I didn't make it to, <laughs> I know, right? 
I didn't make it to Magic Kingdom until I was like 18. And I went there with a friend of mine after graduating college, uh, high school. And uh, I remember I probably drove her crazy because I was like, oh, this is like this at Disneyland. And this is like this at Disneyland. It's really weird when you're used to one coast and you go to the other. Everything feels like it's in the wrong spot. I know exactly how you feel. Yep. But the, what was funny is um, once I moved to Orlando, I didn't make it back to Disneyland for like 10 years. So when I went back to Disneyland, I had the flip uh, situation. <laughs> Did you, I mean, what was your first experience seeing the castle in Florida? In Florida uh, was the, um, that trip I took with my friend. It was, uh, my parents gave me the option of after graduating high school, I could do some trip with a school group to like Europe or something. Or what I wanted to do was do Disney World with just me and a pen pal who also loved Disney, but we had never met in person. So uh, I waited a year for her to save up the money and we both went there together. And you know, it was my first trip um, as an adult without parents. And we had the best time. And I remember just being so excited. Still one of my all-time favorite Disney World trips that I remember growing up. And what did you do at Walt Disney World as a cast member? Um, well, I did my college program there in Tomorrowland Merchandise. Um, went back, finished school, came back. And then um, I started off in um, Aladdin Tiki Room Treehouse Attractions. Adventureland, and I was part-time in that, and then I went full-time, and then I ended up at uh, Camp Minnie, Mickey, and Tree of Life attractions over in Animal Kingdom. Uh, then I got entertainment, and I did that for three and a half years, and then I transferred to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, where I was on the opening team for uh, the Cinderella Castle location, and I did that for about four years. Have you held on to some of those skills to give to your own children? I have definitely done uh, some of the hairstyles on my girls. <laughs> Love that. At least the fairy tale bun that doesn't need the extra hair piece because we don't right. have a lot of this extra stuff. But yeah, all the hairstyles have changed since I worked there. Right. So I, the way I do them is not the way they do it anymore. I'm sure you're really popular at birthday parties. They know they're like, she used to work at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. <laughs> so Angela, I know that you love Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yes, I love Belle. <laughs> do you remember seeing Beauty and the Beast for the first time in the movie theater? Yes, this was just before we left um, Burbank. So it was at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. <laughs> and I know, the funny thing is, I know they did some kind of little stage show right before the movie, and I can't remember the stage show at all. But I remember the theater. I remember, I remember like the velvety seats. I remember they had the making of Beating the Beast playing on a little TV in one of the small rooms off to the side. I, you know, I remember the excitement of it. Um, I also saw Little Mermaid in Hollywood. I saw it at the Cinerama Dome when I was eight. <laughs> That's so cool. And is there something about Belle that you love and connect to so much? Um, I love that the people think she's odd because I definitely relate to that. I love that she's smart and that she reads. And then I always loved that she was the one who had brown hair like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Belle is great. I mean, she, not only is she smart and speaks her mind, but she also sacrifices herself for her father. I mean, yeah. she's a really good woman. Yeah. I got to see the, um, I, I saw the Broadway show. I saw the Los Angeles production with the original principal cast when I, when I, right before I started high school. I actually got <laughs> to see that as well because I would go to LA a lot as a kid and, and we went and I had seen it in New York, but it, you know, of course we loved it so much. We got to see it in LA as well. So let's get back to Disneyland. You love the Incredicoaster and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Do you prefer the Incredicoaster at night or during the day? Um, I generally prefer riding stuff at night if it's outside because it just feels different. <laughs> it does. It totally does. Did you go on California Screaming a lot? Um, sometimes. Um, my husband doesn't do coasters and now we have the two little girls, so I don't get to go on the thrill rides as much as I like to, but uh, that was definitely one that I've always tried to get on when I've had the chance. That's when you go single rider, you just get it done. Do they enjoy Indiana Jones? Um, my husband will go on it. He'll go on that one. My girls are, uh, well, the younger one is only three, so she's too small. My older oh, one, sure. yeah, she, I, got, I did get her on um, the cars, uh, Radiator Springs Racers. I got her on it once and she enjoyed the part that was inside, but she did not like when it went fast. <laughs> I just know when I start bringing my nephews to the parks, if they're like, it's too scary, I'll be like, okay, we just stay with your mom. I'm going on it. That's all I will. Uh, what my husband and I do is, uh, we, what we started doing is we 
uh, go back to the hotel, put the girls to bed, and then uh, we alternate nights where and we go out, one of us goes out alone and goes into the park and plays for an hour or two and then comes back. That's nice. <laughs> Well, Angela, we're going to play a little bit of Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Are you ready for this? Okay, I was wondering which game you would give me. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting predictable. Here I am. It's just it's fun, <laughs> right? You take it to Broadway. It's all about fun. So Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Big Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain? Um, probably Space Mountain overall. And I've always named that one as my favorite before, but I do like Big Thunder. But Big Thunder is a different ride depending on whether you're on the front of it or in the back. That is exactly right. That is so true. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, California Adventure or Hollywood Studios? Oh, I think right now I'd go with California Adventure. But I haven't been to, uh, I haven't been over there since they added Galaxy's Edge, but we have Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. (laughs) Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Be Our Guest or the title song, Beauty and the Beast? Kind of depends on what mood I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you have to answer. Um, no, I guess probably, you can say whatever. <laughs> probably Beating the Beast is, more, is the more iconic one. But if I want like a fun, dancey song, then I want Be Our Guest. Totally. I hear you. And final, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, churros or Dole Whips? Um, flavor-wise, probably churros. I love all the different seasonal ones that they have at, um, at Disneyland. <laughs> Those are so fun. Uh, but if it's hot out, then I want ice cream. I want, uh, well, it's not ice cream, but dole whip. <laughs> it's close. I would say, Angela, that was the most diplomatic game of Tweedledee or Tweedledum. You gave love to both <laughs> options. Sometimes I play along at home when you do these, and sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, I know exactly which one I'd answer. And other times I'm like, uh, both. I know. It's situational. I was like, in this situation, I'd prefer this, but in that situation, I'd prefer that. I hear that. So you, uh, you shared that one of your favorite traditions is ending the night uh, at Jolly Holiday, getting a suite. Do you have a favorite treat that you get there? Um, my favorite thing is usually to seek out any seasonal items. and different. I, I love, like, everyone's always like, what's your favorite snack or favorite treat? And I'm like, but I like just trying new stuff. I like when they have the, the different things. I do like the matter. Uh, the Matterhorn macarons. I've actually made a version of those at home. I had a Disneyland birthday party one year, and I recreated those. That's awesome. Um, what's funny is like my traditions are are very specific. Like I want mint chocolate chip ice cream from Gibson Girl. Period. Uh. <laughs> like if there's like I don't do the seasonal stuff. I'm like this is what I like. Don't touch it. Mint chocolate chip I, is one of my favorite ice cream flavors. <laughs> it's great, and at Gibson Girl, somehow it tastes even better. At Disney World, they used, I don't, I don't know if they still have it, but um, they used to have a brownie sundae in uh, Mrs. Potts' Cupboard, which I think is called Storybook Treats now. But that was when I, when I lived there, when I worked there, that was one of my favorite things to get was the brownie sundae. That sounds so good. Well, Angela, thank you so much for being a supporter of E-Ticket to Broadway. It means so much. And thank you for sharing your love of Belle and the Incredicoaster with us and all the listeners. <laughs> Thank you. This this podcast is like made for me because Broadway and Disney are my two absolute biggest passions. I mean, I was going to move to New York and try for Broadway and I went to Orlando instead. You know what? That does not sound crazy in any way. Head to www.eticketpodcast.com to sign up today. The guest on this episode made his Broadway debut as Simba in The Lion King and is currently starring as Eddie Kendricks in the Tony Award-winning musical Ain't Too Proud. He's also been seen in Smokey Joe's Cafe, The Apple Boys, and Disney's High School Musical. Pull down on those lap bars, here is Jelani Remy. My friend Jelani Remy, thank you, you lovely man, for joining me on E-Ticket to Broadway. Are you ready to talk Disney and Disney parks? Oh boy! Oh, that's good. Thank you. I'm so ready. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. So Jelani, you're from New Jersey. Did you make it to Disney World a lot as a kid? Okay, well, being from New Jersey, you like you have to go to Six Flags, right? And so we go to Six Flags all the time. But deep in my heart, my parents knew that I always wanted to go to Disney. And I remember being eight years old and having my first trip to Disney. And I remember all I wanted to do was go on Space Mountain. Yeah, of course. All I, wanted to do. Like, <laughs> I saw so many videos and I was like, okay, I have to do that. And 
Are we talking about this memory now? Because I'm re- I, I remember it so vividly. Oh, let's do it. Though, Jelani, before you continue, for our listeners, will you explain what Six Flags is? Oh, Six Flags <laughs> is the theme park in New Jersey. Um, I think it's like Warner Brothers or something. Or like, well, I mean, like this is—is is it an amusement park or a theme oh, park? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Six Flags is, is an amusement park, park, similar to like Dorney Park or like you know the other ones, <laughs> whatever they have in Ohio, Cedar Point. Oh, totally. I mean, like I there was Michigan's Adventure where I'm from. Yeah, Six Flags Great Adventure. Love it. Anyway, so tell us about this Space Mountain journey. Oh, okay. Well, we finally get to Disney, family vacation, and it is dreams come true. Unfortunately, we don't stay on property, but I remember us driving to the gates, and we get let in, we get our wristbands, and then Space Mountain. And I know my dad was talking it up with me. We were going to do it together, and we're waiting in line. Everything's glowing. It's all glow in the dark. It's all futuristic. It's all spacey. And it's just as I hoped it would be, like majestic, interactive, beautiful, cool. Then it becomes terrifying. Oh, no. Yeah, I get closer to the line, and my dad's like, we're going in the front. And I start to panic. And I start to have this terrible fear that I'm going to be thrown into space and never return. It's Space Mountain. <laughs> so I it, everything, all of like the animatronic, they all got to me. And I was like, I can't do this. Dad, I can't do this. Dad, dad. And I'm going to start crying. And my dad is like, I will protect you. <laughs> so my memory of Space Mountain is me in the front with my dad, with him holding me for dear life while he's like coaching me to get on. And I had so tears in my eyes. It cranks up to go. <laughs> and then I had a great time. But like it was, it was a triumph and it brought me and my dad closer. And I definitely will never forget him taking me on Space Mountain. Isn't that what's so special about so many of our Disney memories? They're tied to family or friends and it's about the experience. Like, yeah, the ride's great, but you all will always think of your dad on Space Mountain. Even as an adult, like I just think of like, wow, remember that time? Like, yeah. And Disney has an amazing way of bringing family together as we know, but in this amusement park, like for a kid, like everything is alive. You know, everything was so vivid and so like magical. And uh, even even as an adult, it's super magical. I just went to um the, the new Avatar Land, and I was blown away. But as a kid, like I could just, I can remember being just amazed so many times at like the worlds that they created. I was really expecting in your Space Mountain story something to like, and then the ride was shut down and then I didn't go on it, but it ended up being a really beautiful story. When I tell you, it was one of the most terrifying experiences. I really thought I was going to go into space and never <laughs> never return. Well, you do go into space. You just get to return. I know, but I just thought something was just going to like, just take me away. And I was, I, I think I was so excited. I got terrified. Yeah. But that's what they want. They want your adrenaline to be up and ready for it. I'm a big believer, like whenever I'm there, if I hear like a kid say like, are we are we really going to space? And the parents say, no, that's this. I want to turn around and be like, yes, you are yes, going you to are. space. Yeah. Yes. And. <laughs> yes. And. So Jelani, I saw in an interview, you talked about your love of the Disney channel as a kid. Do you remember specific shows you watched? Yeah. Kids Incorporated. Oh my gosh. 100%. I was obsessed with that and the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Five and um, 530. <laughs> truly yeah that was my after school yeah um i loved i loved those kids <laughs> and i love that they would burst into song and it turns out i now burst into song yeah it's a world of love no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> just get get ready do you feel like watching kids incorporated and mickey mouse club kind of inspired you to continue performing well now that we talk about it i think so because I, I didn't know that it was theater. I, I didn't know that like what they were doing was going to be, you know, what my career was. But I just loved how it made me feel in that moment. And I loved how like uh, it was infectious and I wanted to recreate what they were doing. You know, I always wanted to like mimic the dances they were doing or get up and start moving like them. And like I never really took the time to think about like that's what maybe inspired me to continue on with that or to like develop that i think it's kids incorporated okay it was like I, k yes. i d <laughs> oh <No>. yes <laughs> i can't believe we've never talked about some of this 
well i i haven't thought about this in so long so like it's it's amazing to like talk about it and then relive the memory at the same time you know space mountain or kids incorporated like i was obsessed like i in my mind i thought i was one do you know what i mean you are and uh, thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome <sighs> <laughs> Because that's such a tender moment. Okay. It was tender. <laughs> Jelani, you are currently starring on Broadway as Eddie Kendricks in the smash hit Ain't Too Proud. But I think for the podcast listeners, we need to talk about your Broadway debut. A little musical called Cats. No, The Lion King. Angelicals can, Angelicals do. So, Jelani, you were Simba on Broadway. She was. That's so cool. Do you remember seeing the movie as a kid? Well, I guess we're friends now, so I can tell you this. Uh-oh. I mean, I say it all the time, but I don't know if you know it particularly, but The Lion King was the first cassette tape I ever bought with my birthday money. Jelani Remy. And for those of you who don't know, a cassette tape is um, a, a piece of audio <laughs> equipment that is used to play music. Um, and what I would do, David, I would like go through the entire soundtrack as one character and rewind it and go back as another character and rewind it until I did the entire show like five times, four, six times. Um, Notice you called it a show and not the movie soundtrack. Well, to me, it was a whole show. Like well, in my in my room, like acting out the entire thing because I fell in love with it. I loved, I loved the story, and I loved um, the music. Spoke to me. Yeah, it was great. And I was at that exact age of young Simba. Did you also wish your father would die? <laughs> no. Sorry, <it's all> right. <laughs> I mean that's his whole song. No, I can't wait to be king. It's like, well, you can only be king. <laughs> this is interesting, Jelani. When I was. I must have been kindergarten, first grade. At my birthday party, someone gave me like a little racing car as a birthday present. And my mom allowed me to go to Meyer, like the big supermarket, and exchange it for the cassette tape of The Little Mermaid. Same. So you were getting your aerial on when I was on Pride Rock. Got it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pride Rock, it is, we're recording this during the month of June, which is Pride. Hey. So I think we're both very proud of our early childhood purchases, <laughs> how it's shaped our lives. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> so Jelani, you, you loved the soundtrack as a kid. Do you remember your favorite moment of performing a Simba in the show? Well, I think one of my favorite moments of performing Simba was actually in high school. When I got, uh, I was in this Paper Mill Playhouse Rising Star program and this Broadway actor named Rob McClure was a, one of the coaches of the camp and picked me to be in his section to sing Endless Night with a chorus of young children. And I got to sing that song at the paper mill, on, the, on the paper mill stage at the age of 15 and uh, didn't know that it was going to be the song that I sang every day for the next umpteen years. <laughs> um, but that was, it was then I connected to the song at a young age and I, I felt something clicked. And I knew that like theater was what I wanted to do then. Or, like something just settled in me that's like, what a great feeling. And I, and turns out Lion King has given me such a great feeling of, you know, accomplishment and, and progression and growth as an artist. And I spent a lot of my formidable, you know, young, young adult years with the Lion King growing up and getting experienced and seasoned and learning and going through things and the show always gave me an outlet to sort of express it and to learn from it and to, you know, get better and better. It's just so cool that kind of the, the production number that inspired you to pursue theater is <laughs> like your Broadway debut. Like that's beautiful. Okay. Well, let me answer the question. I think that my most favorite song to perform is the he lives in you reprise because it's culmination which is not in the movie sorry guys it's okay this is broadway meets main street like we're all about broadway here we love it we love a fusion yeah we love um, a fusion but it's the he lives in your reprise because it's the culmination of simba's you know he if I, he finally gets it and he's gonna go back and he does this tribal dance and sings about it sings his face off about it and 
I love it because it was also a culmination of everybody on stage at the same time. All the ensemble members were all on stage as my ancestors. And um, I get to do a dance and circle around them. And then it's a great up-tempo. And it's a reflection of what Mufasa sang. So it sort of all comes full. Circle of life. Speaking of circle of life, at the top of the show, which is such an iconic Broadway moment, Can you do were you it? in your dressing room? Can you do it? What's the moment? Can you do the the call? Which one? What does Rafiki say at the top of the show? Oh, I would never try and appropriate on a <laughs> just making sure. This is I remember when I was watching the Rosie O'Donnell show as a kid. She famously said she thought the lyrics were pink pajamas, penguins on the bottom. And people ran with it. Oh, totally. I'm into it. Um, but what did you do backstage during Circle of Life? Just, you know, putting on your costume, or did you ever try and sneak out and watch it? Oh, I'd be in the wings almost every day. Yeah, it's such a beautiful moment. Such a beautiful moment, and and it sets the tone for the show. You know, you can see everybody out there doing their thing, and like, no matter what kind of day you had, like when you come in and hear that, it's it just makes you calm, and it just sort of makes you smile. Is there another Disney character that you'd like to bring to life on Broadway? Mm, there's a few. I would like to play the lightning bug in Princess and the Frog. Love it. Yes, let's do it. I want to play Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you from Street Ball? <laughs> what? I mean, like that score? Come on. <laughs> Almost there. I, I'm tripped it on the podcast so far. Right. It's such a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so because of the lightning bug. <laughs> lightning. I want to play the lightning bug. Um, I would love to play um Olaf. Sure. I think Olaf would be a fun character for me to play. Yeah. Obviously, Kristoff. Um, yeah. So, Jelani, you also... Wait, I mean, like, since we're talking about it, let's go back. Sebastian would be fun. Um, I think that Hercules would be fun. I think... Should I go on or should you want me to just... Oh my gosh, go on. I mean, what's funny is, Jelani, you are so well known for your incredible voice, but I know from our time together that you are incredibly comedic. And I think it's time to show that to the Broadway audiences. You think I'm funny? Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about other Disney credits you have, including the national tour of High School Musical. What, what? And High School Musical 2, Back in the Habitat. Oh, no, it was not called Back in the Habitat. It was not called that. It was just but that is incredible. <laughs> do, you, do you think that we are all in this together? I, I like to believe so, because I like to be a beacon of hope. And I do think that um, we are all in this together. Maybe people have different perspectives or views, but in the grand scheme of things, we are. And Zach said it, so it's true. Preach. Have you ever seen the Festival of the Lion King show at Disney World? Yeah, like four times. And did you ever like say like, hey guys, if you need a new Simba, I'm available? No, because they're doing their thing. I don't, I don't ever like to you know, come for people's gigs. While they're on the job, you know what I mean? Like while they're sure, working. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also saw Finding Nemo and I thought that that was a, oh, Crush, put Crush on there. Okay, got Kill it. motor, dude. Did you yeah, see I that? think, I, I guess think you lend yourself so well to Disney characters because you're full of life and funny and a great voice. And I want to see you as a lightning bug. <laughs> oh, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you have this incredible Disney on Broadway experience. You love the parks. What do you think it is about the Disney parks that makes it so wonderful? Well, uh, recently I was brought into Disney parks to do a little gig with the Lion King. And I was brought back as an adult. And I think the thing about the Disney parks is it invites everybody from all walks of life together to enjoy this experience that is universal. You know, and there's something for everyone. And there's there's literal magic you know, coming to life for, for kids and adults and for the adults to see the kids enjoy it and for the kids to enjoy it because the adults brought them. It's just like, it's, it, I feel like it's a, such an important thing for us as humans to experience because it gives us that a safe escape that we all deserve, especially right now, we all deserve it. And I think every family should, not, every family should do it and any individual should do it because it's just it's everything you need is there you know and there's not many places like that 
it's tailored to an experience that promotes happiness, mm-hmm. you know, and the care in which the cast members have. And you, you know, forgive the expression, but you drink the Kool-Aid. You're just like, I want, even though you might see Mickey and might understand what's really going on there, it's Mickey Mouse. Oh, 100%. And like, who cares? It's just super fun that way. And um, I think our listeners will totally understand that Disney Parks is magic and you can't always explain it to someone. You have to be like, let's just go experience it. Let's just go experience it. Yeah. Have you been to Disneyland? I have once. And I think that it was, I was there on a, on, for work and I don't think I got to do the full experience. So I have to go back on my own. And, and, and by like, on your own, you mean with me? I mean, on my own. Uh, okay. Actually, I think <laughs> um, I would love to go with you. And I think you'd be the perfect candidate. I'm a really great tour guide. I believe it. Because I'm going to give you history and trivia, but also like let you kind of do what you want. Okay, great. And I know like all the single rider areas so I can get you on rides quickly. And if I get terrified, you'll hold me. Just like your father on Space Mountain. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Oh, Phooey. We'll be right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercials? Oh, it's It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jelani, it is time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. You know, I have to tell you this because of your history on Broadway, but you must be prepared. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. Jelani Remy, who is your favorite Disney character? Simba. Name a song from The Lion King. Circle of Life. Name a ride in the Magic Kingdom. Space Mountain. Oh, wait. What is no, your... wait. Yes, you're right. Magic what is your favorite country in Epcot? Oh, man. France. Name a song in Ain't Too Proud. I'm going to make you love me. Name a Disney villain. Ursula. Favorite Broadway musical. Time. The Apple Boys. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm going to say The Lion King. Uh, well done. That was very exciting. Yeah, um, Space Mountain's totally in the Magic Kingdom, in Tomorrowland. Okay, great. I thought you said Animal Kingdom. Oh, that would have been confusing. I mean, considering that like everything so far was about animals. Is Simba truly your favorite Disney character? Simba, but Mickey's a close second because Mickey's the head honcho, you know? Oh, Mickey's great. Yeah. And France? We. Oui. <laughs> Très bien. Très bien. Can, do you speak French? Un peu. What would Mickey Mouse say in French? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, what? What? Boy. <laughs> Why is that it? I don't know. I mean, like, I would say, like, he likes fromage. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Perfect. Jelani, one of the questions we didn't get to um, on Fast Pass Answers, which I was excited for, is can you name one of the movies from The Great Movie Ride? Had you been on The Great Movie Ride? I, I can't remember. Fair. 
but can I guess what Dances with Wolves is that one? I don't. Oh, mm-hmm. I mind. Like it's Casablanca, Wizard of Oz, Singing in the Rain, Indiana right. Jones. Right, right. But it needs to be like Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. We need some. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> like all those kids on the vehicle. It's like, what's this movie? Right. Smokey Joe's Cafe. <laughs> on the movie ride? Yes, it was a movie musical. I'm making that up. It's all you are making thing. that up. Um, another question was name any talking animal from a Disney movie, and you could have said Simba. I could have said Simba, but I'm going to go with Ray. Oh, great. Good. <laughs> Put on your thinking ears. It's trivia time. Oh, boy. It is time for trivia. So, Jelani, you're from the New York area, so this question has to do with the New York area. The 1964 World's Fair is remembered as the venue that Walt Disney used to design and perfect his system of audio animatronics. So WED Enterprises designed and created some shows, including It's a Small World, which was a salute to UNICEF and the world's children. Of course, It's a Small World is now a beloved ride at the Disney parks. So your question is, in which part of Queens, New York, was the World's Fair? Corona. No. But do you need a hint? Yes. Long Island gonna, City. It's not Long Island City or Corona. The, the hint is the nanny is from here. Flushing. Flushing. There it is. Yeah. Nanny. <laughs> Can you imagine just kind of like in 1964, you know, we're living in New York. We're like, let's just check the World's Fair. And we go and it's a small world together. And we're like, this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm still stuck on us going to Disneyland. Okay, fair. I'm into it. Okay, Jelani, here is your e-ticket to Broadway special game. It's called Can You Sing the Love Tonight? I'm going to speak some lyrics from a Disney love song, and your task is to sing the title of the song. Okay. And I, I really hope you get them because you need to sing and not me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have the voice of an angel. I have a voice of a lightning bug. <laughs> go to where you from, Paul? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to speak the lyrics and go ahead and um, once I'm finished, go ahead and sing the title of the song. Okay. Number one. Oh, boy. Unbelievable sights, mm-hmm. indescribable feelings, soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless diamond sky. A whole new world. I, keep going. No, that's it. That was perfect. I was just amazed at how beautiful you sound. Here's your second one. Can you sing the love tonight? <laughs> and I know it's true that visions are seldom all they seem. But if I know you, I know what you'll do. You'll love me at once the way you did once. I need to phone a friend. Okay. I actually screwed up and actually said, I said the first word of Say it again. Okay, here it is. It's really hard to not sing this because I used to sing it as a kid. And I know it's true that visions are seldom all they seem, but if I know you, I know what you'll do. You'll love me at once the way you did before. It's, it's not before. Go ahead and phone a friend. And who's the friend you want to call? David. Great. Um, hey, Jelani. It's from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, and it's a beautiful what? song. What? No. Saw it. You don't know Sleeping Beauty? No. Isn't that terrible? Well, before we go to Disneyland, we need to educate you because it's Sleeping Beauty's castle. Yeah. But it, it's Once Upon a Dream. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Give me an up-tempo. I don't know if there is, besides like Love is an Open Door, there's not a lot of up-tempo love songs. And even in that one, you know that it's not truly a love song. True. It's a courting song. Spoiler alert. Well, he's also not into her. Hans. I know. So I'm not sure if there are up-tempo Disney well, okay, love songs. Well, let's try another There one. must be. We'll, we'll consider it. And I'm sure everyone that's listening right now is screaming at me. Okay, here's uh, number three. Can you sing the love tonight? Side by side with your loved one, you'll find enchantment here. The night will weave its magic spell when the one you love is near. A dream is a wish. No, but that was beautiful. I 
I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hint. It's Italian. It's puppies. They're eating oh, spaghetti. Oh, uh, uh, well, I was about to say 101 Dalmatians, but it is um, it's the one where they Lady in the Tramp. Yes. I don't know that song. Bella Note. Bella No. <laughs> Here's her next. Can you sing the love tonight? Apparently, I can't. No, I think you can sing this love tonight. He's holding back, he's hiding, but what I can't decide. Why won't he be the king I know he is, the king I see inside? Can you feel the love tonight? But I went to the Elton. Can you feel the love tonight? And that's very close to the share. Hey, can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> okay, here's your last one. Uh, can you sing the love tonight? I'm all aglow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And now I know the key to all heaven is mine. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm all aglow. Don't you know? You are right. That is Ray. No, it's actually, it's Cinderella. So this is love. A beautiful wow. song. Beautiful. Thank you for having me play this trivia. I'm going to go binge watch all these Disney classics. Go for it. It's, I mean, so much of the Disney catalog is full of beautiful songs. But I think it's, yeah, I need to know them. I think I, I, I don't appreciate, didn't, didn't appreciate them when I was younger. You know, I just wanted to watch the movie. But now I'm like, I miss out on all this beautiful lyric and gorgeousness. It's really nice. Now let's hear from some of you. Uh-huh. Jelani, we put it out on social media to ask questions about you and your love of Disney. So here we go. Ruben asks, what is your favorite past or present Disney theme park show? Oh, I think it's Finding Nemo. I really love how those characters came to life and the, the music that they added to it and how just well it fit with the, you know, the choreography. And I just, I really enjoyed it and I see it every chance I can. Great. Christina asks, which Disney movie would you love to be on Broadway next? Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Jelani, do you want to do the role? No, that's just I gotta be Ray. Fair. I would love to actually see the one man Princess and the Frog. Don't tempt me. I've got time. I'm tempting you. <laughs> Don't tempt me. It's like a temptation. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much. Christina also wants to know, what is your favorite Disney song? Oh, my favorite Disney song? Or one of them. One of them? I think Reflections is beautiful. Mm, yeah. Um, favorite duet? Obviously, Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Um, male song, Go the Distance. <laughs> Female song, I think Shadowlands is one of the most beautiful songs ever written for a stage. So I'll say that's my theater song. So like your knowledge and love of Disney is truly from like Little Mermaid on. We have to like yeah. bring you into Snow White and Peter Pan yeah. and all these terribly problematic old Iconic. films. Iconic though, but like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, though, truly my love has always been disneyland and like only a few years ago did i see dumbo for the first time and alice in wonderland i hadn't seen mm. some of the movies right right next question uh carly wants to know what is your favorite disney snack hey carly i mean it's gotta be my favorite disney snack i was a fan of the mickey mouse ear ice cream <gasps> jelani that's mine really yeah, like the ice cream sandwich. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and like literally Target sells them now, and I have some in the freezer. Well, I thank you in advance for gifting them to me. No problem. <laughs> if you see me on the streets of New York eating one, just let me I'll be. Grab, I'll just grab it out of your hands. You owe me this. <laughs> <laughs> Jelani, final question from social media. Sam wants to know, what is your favorite Walt Disney World hotel? Oh, my favorite Walt Disney World hotel does it have to be in Disney World? No. I love the Aulani Resort in Hawaii. Oh, cool. Oh, it is gorgeous. I haven't been. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a Broadway <laughs> star. 
<laughs> you don't have hey 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 you don't have to be a Broadway star to enjoy the Disney services. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are the palms of your hands. <laughs> it's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Here it is. It's everyone's favorite. This is Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options, and you just let me know which one you prefer. Okay. And if you can't choose, that's okay. But we really want to make you choose. So Jelani Remy, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom. I did not expect you to say that. I have this connection to animals. Clearly. <laughs> you talked about Simba being your favorite animal yeah, that talks and yeah. favorite character. But like I will say that Magic Kingdom has the memory of my dad. Sure. Which then leads me back to Mufasa and Simba, so that's back to Magic Animal Kingdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, He Lives in You or Shadowlands? The reprise? I said what I said. You said you said Shadowlands. So is that your answer? Shadowlands? Yeah. 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 It's a beautiful song. I mean, so is he. That's a, I mean, those songs, come on. Well, if you said the reprise, that's my song. So then I have to pick that. Well, okay. <laughs> Tweedledee or Tweedledum? Tower of Terror or Expedition Everest? The Tower of Terror. Okay. I got over that fear. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, uh, Tower of Terror, I liked a lot. And then something happened and I can't do it anymore. Mm. When I went on it and I remember it wasn't screams of fun. It was actually screaming in terror. Well, then they did their job. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pass on this one. Um, but Expedition Everest is super cool too. I loved it. This one is a, a three. It's Tweedledee or Tweedledum or Tweedle also. Snow White or Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. Oh, it's got to be Cinderella. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, I love Cinderella's uh, like tri- trial to triumph. Well, but aren't they? I mean, not Sleeping Beauty, but Cinderella and Snow White are both kind of rags to riches. I know, but there's something about Cinderella talking to the animals even and like getting, you know. I would say Cinderella fights for what she wants. Snow White has to like flee and clean up the house for the dwarfs. And then she eats an apple. Right. Where Cinderella has some agency. Agreed. And Sleeping Beauty, bless, but kind of just sleeps. You know what I mean? Like, I support that Cinderella, even though I love Snow White because of it's my favorite Disney character. I mean, three queens stand before me. But only one fits the glass slipper. <laughs> That's the tagline for the new Cinderella movie. I believe it. Shalani, if you had to get a job at the parks and you couldn't be a performer, what job would you pursue? choreographer okay so like creating <laughs> i would love to create a show there totally. performer adjacent i mean performer inspiring oh educator um yeah i love to think outside the box and create and and, and create an experience that i had as a kid you know yeah and that's the cool overlap of performance and Disney parks and i always you know i've always wanted to direct for the parks and not necessarily like the set down in the theaters, which of course I would love to do, but part of me really wants to direct like Mickey and friends outside of the castle. Totally. I think that's like just that kind of pop-up entertainment I think would be really fun to help create and get to kind of stand amongst the crowd and watch as the kids and the parents and the families and the humans enjoy it. And that's just it. Like they provide a detail of enjoyment. You know, everything is so detailed and you get surprised and you get sort of shocked with excitement because of how thoughtful everything is. Yeah. So the next time you go to Disney World, what's the first thing you're going to do? Find you. And then you and I are going to go on Space Mountain. Ah, uh, I've only been to Disney World twice, but I'm ready to go back. It's just so humid. They have cooling stations. They, have they do. There. <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. I mean, listen, Space Mountain is great. And, you know, the one in, they're, they're now different in both parks. But I think the next time I go to Disney World, I need to spend more time in Epcot and Animal Kingdom and Hollywood oh, totally. Studios. 
I also suggest you checking out the new Avatar. Avatar. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot that. Unreal. It's exquisite. State of the art. Yeah. And literally, for adults, like it was that same sort of amazement that I got as a kid, you know, because now, like, it's an Avatar that I that movie I know. I'm now in their land thanks to Disney and the creative minds that you know put that together. So yeah. But I'm ready for Space Mountain. It'll be great. We'll get that on-ride photo. It's going to be fun. Wedding, just thinking about it. Jelani, thank you so much for your time and your stories and sharing about your trip with your dad and how much you love Simba. I hope you've enjoyed talking about the Disney parks as much as we've enjoyed listening. I mean, talking about the parks, it put a smile on my face. So thank you so much. That's the goal. So thanks, Jelani, and we'll see you at the parks. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.